0: joining you in the show, Tom, Lee, Tom Donnelly is with you, and we'll be back with you on Monday. Music continues across the weekend. We're so in tonight, late days, folk on One with Marin over the weekend, and Southwind Blow. Uh, so, that's for you. Have a lovely weekend, and stand by
1: for news at One. The Louise Duffy Show. Listen back on the Orton Radio Player
2: Looking for the perfect workspace, living space, or hideaway? Timber Living Log Cabins have been supplying stylish, durable log cabins
0: to Irish customers for over 25 years. Inspired by the best in Scandinavian design and built to the demands of the Irish climate, Timber Living provides quality, cozy log cabins at affordable prices. Open your mind to a new way of living. Visit TimberLiving.ie or call 059-918-108. Please, oh, no
3: on RTE.ie this weekend.
0: As
2: Air Force One returns back to Washington,
4: we assess the impact of President Joe Biden's visit to his ancestral home. In sports, follow all the CAA championship matches and commode news finals with their live blogs and highlights. In brainstorm, Nita Ibrani explains the curse of planned obsolescence
5: in
0: tech. And in culture, Lauren Murphy celebrates the cult heroes of comedy. All this and the very best of the week's stories. RTE.ie. <coughs> Go for
5: more.
3: This is the RTE News at One with Brian Dobson. Good afternoon, the headlines this Friday lunchtime. US President Joe Biden is due to attend a series of engagements in County Mail this afternoon on the last day of his Irish trip. The annual rate of residential property price increase slowed nationally to 5% in February, compared to 6.1% in January. And in the US, a 21-year-old man who was arrested on suspicion of leaking a classified defense document he is due to appear in court today. News we'll in detail now, the city is
0: the US President Joe Biden will travel to Tantameo shortly for the fourth and final day of his visit to Ireland. Mr. Biden's visit will conclude tonight with a formal departure ceremony at Ireland West Airport, with our Western correspondent at the
5: There
6: is a palpable sense of anticipation on the streets of Ballinard this afternoon, as final preparations are made for the visit of the U.S. President to his ancestral home place. Joe Biden's entourage is expected to roll into town sometime this evening, with a scheduled address from the banks of the River Moy at 9 p.m. Thousands are expected to gather at a dedicated viewing area which has been set up across the St. Murdoch Cathedral. Before tonight's events, Mr. Biden has a busy schedule elsewhere around County Mayo. he visit Knox Shrine after his arrival at Ireland West Airport. From there, he'll travel to Castle Bar for a private visit at the Mayo or Common Hospital. His itinerary also includes a trip to the North Mayo Heritage and Genealogical Centre to further explore his links to the region. To you, that,
0: the annual rate of residential property price increases closed nationally to 5% in February compared to 6.1% in January. Property prices in both Dublin and the rest of the country fell marginally last month for the second month in a row.
5: Our economist correspondent Robert Shaw. Today's figures show very clearly the property market is slowing down as prospective buyers take on the increased borrowing costs from higher interest rates. On an annual basis prices are still up by 3.2% in Dublin and by 6.4% outside Dublin. However in the three months to February prices in Dublin have fallen by 1.8% while prices outside the capital have stalled. The volume of transactions also fell in February by 6.5% compared to a year ago, and fell by 8.8% compared to January. Up to the end of last year, the price of new homes continued to rise, while the price of second-hand homes slowed. The median and midpoint price of a property nationwide in February was €310,000, ranging from the highest median price property of €630,000 in the leary to the lowest median price in Longford at €152,000.
0: A 21-year-old member of the U.S. Air Force National Guard suspected of leaking classified military intelligence records online will make his initial appearance before a judge in Boston today. The FBI arrested Jack Kassira as part of an investigation into the discovery of hundreds of secret Pentagon documents on a staff platform for video games. The documents covered a wide range of topics, including the war in Ukraine. Chair Conway reports.
2: FBI agent Bruce on Jasper Terra's home in rural Massachusetts yesterday, who was arrested and taken into custody over the lease online of classified documents. His arrest comes the week after the lease first became widely known, setting Washington on edge over the damage they may have caused. The episode embarrassed the U.S. by revealing its spine on allies and supported Ukrainian military vulnerabilities. The leak of documents posted largely on social media sites, is seen as one of the worst of the 21st century. The 21-year-old U.S. Airman will appear in court in Boston later. Sargent documents have not yet been made public, but they're related to alleged unauthorized removal, retention and transmission of classified national defense information. Anyone convicted of willfully transmitting this information can face up to 10 years in prison.
0: The funeral of fourteen year old Kirsty Bowen has taking place in County Galway today. He was one of two teenagers. who dropped died in a road traffic accident outside Hedford on Monday. The funeral began at noon at the Church of St. Patrick and Puna, the burial afterwards in Dona Patrick Cemetery in Hedford. Fourteen-year-old Lucas Joyce also lost his life in the incident. His funeral will take place tomorrow at St. Brendan's Church in Anna, Anna Dam burial afterwards in the local cemetery there. Two other teenagers who survived the class, a 13-year-old boy and a 14-year-old girl, continue to be treated in hospital for their
7: injuries.
0: New electric car sales in Ireland have surpassed diesel car sales for the first time. Data from the Society of the Irish Motor Industry shows that 24% of all new cars sold in Ireland during the first three months of this year are either fully electric or hybrid. This year with sales so far up another 50% it's expected that more than 20,000 new electric vehicles will be sold. Last year, electric car sales nearly doubled to about 16,000. And now the weather.
6: RTE Radio 1 weather with Grant. For
8: energy efficiency, sustainable home heating, choose Grant's A-triple-cross-rated air-to-water heat pump. And heating, St. Grant, this is at Grant's W.
0: Scattered showers will develop through the day, heaviest and most frequent over the northern half of the country, highest temperatures, 9 to 12 degrees, Thank you, Vivian. Still
3: to come this long time, the funeral in County Galway of 14-year-old Kirsty Bowen, who died in the Hedford car accident this week. Her young life is remembered, as mourners are told. Her family has been devastated by her tragic death. President Biden pursues his Irish visit on a trip to Mayo, a private tour of Mark and a homecoming in Ballina. He talks to former President Barry Robinson would be among those working Mr. Biden to the home of his ancestors. And retention and recruitment of GPs and hospital consultants dominates the Irish Medical Organization Conference getting underway today.
1: Whatever you watch, wherever
9: you watch it, if you watch it on the TV, you must have a TV license. It's the law. Get yours at tvlicense.ie or any poster we'll Watch for you by the government Get yes, set for spring at c and with three to do on interior test, including all things mixed in. With brands like Hewlett, Valspar and Barrow and & Gold, in store or at DIY.ie. That's spring nails you Explaining the plot. Value of every third item to single transaction. Resendance price orders adopted and 17 days. Excuse me Hello again. You're listening to the news at ah,
7: 1.0.
3: Uh, well, uh, this uh, day uh, we continue with our coverage of the visit to Ireland of President Joe Biden is expected to touch down at Ireland West International Airport in County Mail this afternoon for a series of engagements on the final day of his visit. Mr Biden will travel to the Marian Shrine of Knot for a private visit and later speak at a public event outside St Murdoch Cathedral in Baranagh. On today's programme, the latest on the presidential visit as Mr Biden returns to his ancestral home. But as he celebrates his family connection to Ireland, our family is today mourning the loss of a life taken far too soon. The funeral has been taking place in County Galway of 14-year-old Kirsty Bowen, one of two teenagers who died in a road traffic accident outside Tedford on Monday. Mourners were told that Kirsty's family has been devastated by her tragic death. We can talk to our Midwest correspondent, Kathy Howe, just heartbreaking scenes of this funeral service, Kathy.
7: Yes,
0: Brian, as you can imagine, a very sad and solemn occasion, uh, but one of remembrance too, and remembrance of Kirsty and the joy she brought to her family and people. The first thing is, the altar of the church is covered in exceptionally beautiful beautiful flowers, including large floral displays made up of words, the words daughter and sister from her parents, Christy and Teresa, and her two older siblings, Martha and Ava. Now, at the start of the mass, Father Dixie Saber, who is the... uh, Priest on celebrating the Mass with three others uh, from the nearby parish of Carnap Brown. He said they believe that all the ties of friendship and affection travel with us in death and that they're confident God will remember all the good that Kirsty did in life and he has now uh, called her to himself. Symbols of her life were brought to the altar by her friends, her makeup bag and perfume to show her love of fashion and beauty, a tractor and truck to show her interest in her family's farming traditions. Her hurley to show her camogie and sporting life, which she loved and had only competed in a competitive class last Thursday. And one of her paintings to show her talent in art and woodwork, which were her favourite subjects at school, and her headphones to show her love of music. The mass also heard how her parents, 50 and 50, wanted to thank the thousands of people across the country who'd offered support and sympathy at this horrific time when this tragedy struck. She said our sympathy and support at this horrific time, and also they welcomed the statement by national leaders, the outpouring of support from schools and sports clubs, and also a wish to see that the parents were not alone at this awful time.
3: And that emphasis on friendship, on her friends, and I'm sure the the thoughts of many in the church today, um, with the, with the other family bereaved by this tragedy, um, and is by the family uh, so concerned for their two young young uh, children still in hospital.
0: Yes, of course, in his homily, Father Sabour said Kirsty's family had indeed been devastated by her tragic death and so many people had offered their support to them and her young friends who loved her. He said, the sudden death of a loved one, uh, the light suddenly goes out of life. One moment the sun is shining and then without the slightest warning
4: we will plunged into darkness and in the space of a moment all our lives are turned upside down. He said the whole community was numbed by what happened and why should this happen to Kirsty and to such a good family? Those questions are being asked. But also he asked to remember
0: that she was young, she loved life, she was very creative and talented, she loved the company of her friends, and she she was just beginning to spread her wings and experience the world and her community, but now she's gone. She was a very talented artist, and that would have been a great accomplishment for her in the future. But the appealed in particular to her friends not to be overwhelmed and to remember her with joy, the joy she brought to them and say to her.
3: Thank you, Tessie Hammond in Galway for this time. Thank you very much for that. A very private visit, in a way to the peace, a prayerful moment of time. That's how the parish priest of Knock, Father Richard Gibbons, describes today's visit by President Biden to the famous Marian Shrine. The first spot on his mail itinerary today. The President, he says, will come to Knock as a program. And that trip to mail is just about to get on the way. I'm looking at our live feed now, featured from Dublin Airport, where the presidential entourage, the motorcade, has arrived. Uh, and the, uh, the beast, the, the car with the President is at the bottom of the steps uh, in front of Air Force One. The President is about to alight in the next few moments and to ascend the stairs uh, onto the plane for the short flight to uh, Ireland West International Airport, Knock Airport, perhaps uh, more popularly known as that. Uh, and he will arrive there about a half an hour after taking off from Dublin. Uh, We'll be covering the uh, plans for the trip to Mayo today. There I see the President just uh, in the distance making his way uh, up up the steps. I don't know if he'll turn to wave. Uh, There's not much of a crowd there, just the officials and the other members of the entourage as the President makes his way to the top of the steps now in bright uh, sunshine at Dublin Airport. A very fine day for this uh, trip to Mayo and uh, the President uh, wearing his uh, is the trademark aviator sunglasses there? Waves uh, gives a little salute to uh, those who are bidding him farewell from Southern Airport. Uh, looks around, gives a thumbs up sign, uh, and just then um, heads on board Air Force One, where a very shortly it will be wheeled up uh, for that short flight to uh, Nok Airport, where he will be uh, greeted and then brought and directly the first. Uh, stop on his visit to Mayo will be the Marian Shrine, as they say, at, uh, at Nock. and that was very much a private visit, as which is given the, uh, the rector of the shrine has been saying it will be an opportunity for, for prayers that the president chooses uh, and uh, an opportunity for reflection. A little moment of calm is what has been a very busy week for the president and for his entourage. After that visit to Knock, he'll travel to Mayo, Roscommon, common hospital to meet with staff and patients and then on to the North Mayo Heritage Centre, where perhaps you'll we'll be finding out more about his Mayo route. The day will conclude with a public event in Ballinaw, and Mr will will address the crowds outside St. Murdoch Cathedral. Our correspondents are in now and not this much time. We're here in the studio. I'm joined by Archie former Washington correspondent, Carol Coleman. A little later, we'll be talking to former President Mary Robinson, who will be among those, welcoming Mr Biden to her native mail this evening. But first, uh, let's just uh, stay on these pictures now. We're watching the, uh, the uh, plane preparing to take off. It will uh, presumably be just a couple of minutes. The uh, wheels of a... The steps will be rolled away from the airport, and the, uh, the aircraft will move out onto the runway to take off into the, uh, the western skies. Uh, light, uh, light cloud above, uh, clear blue sky beyond that. Uh, and the day promising good weather for this visit to Mayo. Not, of course, Carl Coleman, uh, Joe Biden's first visit to his ancestral home. He visited Mayo before. I think he turned the sod on the, the uh, Mayo Common Hospice um, and indeed the work of the Hospital Movement is something that's very close to him,
7: isn't it?
4: Exactly, it is. Uh, when he appeared in 2016, he turned the sod on the, on the hospice in Castlebar, and he promised that he would be back. Um, But he didn't get to come back because of his presidential election and because of COVID. And now he's back and, of course, um, part of his visit is in memory of his son, Beau Biden, who he lost. So it's a a very special part uh, of his visit, all right. And, of course, that visit to the the Samarian Shrine, as you were saying earlier, too. I think we can't overemphasize how important that is to him personally. He is a person of faith, but while saying it's a private matter, he wears it publicly. And it is um, you know, it's is, it is something he is trying to infuse into his political ideology as well. So that will be um, interesting to see. And of course, he's not the first um, celebrity to come there. Two popes have come there before him. Pope uh, John Paul II was there in 1979. Pope Francis was there in 2018 and uh, mother teresa visited the knox Fine in 1993 as well but it looks like there's very good weather for what's going to be a very short price it's only about 15 or 20 minutes so by the time they they achieve altitude in the aircraft. They're, they're going to be coming back down again, but it's still quite the sight to see it there on the tarmac at Dublin Airport. The
3: red carpet has been has been rolled away, and presumably the steps will be pulled away just in, the, in in a couple of minutes, and then the uh, the aircraft will be on its way. And as uh, Carol is saying, about uh, 15, maybe 20 minutes to get to Knock. Where uh, our correspondent Brian O'Donovan is uh, standing by, another former Washington correspondent for RTE but today on duty. Ireland West International Airport. Uh, Brian, everything in place there to, uh, to welcome Air Force One?
8: Everything in place, Brian, including a little bit of bad weather, I'm afraid, and we <laughs> had a hailstorm storm a few minutes ago. It's a bit cloudy at the moment. There's a bit of a shower. We're flipping between clear blue skies and storms here, but hopefully it will be clear for the next, as you say, 20, 30 minutes, because that's thought going to take a very short flight. From Dublin and as Carol was mentioning there I think sitting as well that the first thing he's going to do on this western leg of his journey Brian is to visit the Marian Shrine in Knock a short distance from Ireland's west airport here because he's a man for whom his Catholic faith is so important to him and we've been speaking a lot about what will happen in Shrine, in, in the Knox Shrine, it will be a private moment, it will be a quiet moment, prayer, reflection, away from the public glare, something that the White has reached out to Knock for and they asked for this moment for a calm moment of reflection ahead of the rest of the busyness that will mark the western leg of this Ireland visit.
3: And then later on the visitors who we were saying to, to the hospital and to the, the north Mayo um, Heritage Centre. Now, I, I would have thought at this stage, uh, Joe Biden knows just about everything there is to know about his, his bluest ancestors from, from County Mayo. But perhaps there might be some further nuggets uh, to be uh,
8: uncovered. Absolutely, fine. you mentioned the Bluets there, their names we have been hearing all week, you we know, had the Finnegan's in Loud today, the Bluets in Mayo, he's been here a few times before, he's praised the family tree, and remember, this isn't exactly the closest of relations, I think you're talking great, great, great grandfather was the Bluets who emigrated from Ballina. It's interesting as well that he will delivered a bit of the dress later on this evening outside St. where the uh, cathedral in Ballina, and his ancestor, Edward Bluets, left all those years ago while working in the Brick trade and he supplied some of the bricks that were used to build that cathedral, so a special resonance there as well for President Biden when he delivers that address later on. But coming back to the Marian Line moment, which is the first leg that is going to happen here in the West, he will be receiving a brick or a stone of a different kind when he attends that as his parting gift. They are going to give him a stone from the Gable Wall, and that is significant because it was on the Gable Wall of the church in Knox, where back in the late 1800s, local people said, that they call this apparition of the Virgin Mary, St. Joseph, and John the Evangelist. And over the years, as children came and visited the Shrine, they would take stones out of the wall as souvenirs, so much so that they had to stop that, they had to cover up the wall, and they had to reinforce it. However, they have kept some of the original stones that would have been there on that day in 1879 in August when that apparition occurred. And one of those stones has been mounted on a plaque, it's been put in a frame, and it will be presented to Joe Biden today at the end of his visit to Marian Shrine.
3: Thank you for the moment, Brian. President Mary Robinson will among those welcoming Joe Biden to her hometown of Balna a little later today. It's estimated that some 20,000 people will attend the a speech which is expected to deliver outside being uh, cathedral, And this is Robinson, will speak ahead of the President's address tonight, who recites some poetry. We're joined on the line now by Mary Robinson. A very good afternoon to Robinson, welcome to the programme. Hello, yeah. and, and thank you for, for, for talking to us. So uh, we, we see Air Force One very shortly now, we expect to take off, so very soon within the next half hour or 40 minutes, Joe Biden will be touching down uh, in, in, in Mayo, and, and you'll have that opportunity to welcome him to, to Balnair. How important an occasion is it for the people of Mayo, particularly for the people of Balna.
10: Well, it's very important to uh, uh, that he's coming back for the third time. He came back as vice president, he came back on a family visit, and now he's coming as president. And the town is full of excitement. But actually, if I may, could I just say one moment to the grandmother, uh, feeling for Kirsten, um and her family in Galway? Uh, uh, such sadness to lose young lives too soon. Um, uh, just uh, personally, Uh, but uh, the excitement in Balanar which I saw yesterday morning was palpable. Mm -hmm. And then I travelled to Dublin and I had a good warm greeting with President Biden um, at the dinner, which he arrived very late for I have to say, um, in Dublin Castle. I told, I told him that I've actually brought the light in the window, the famous light in the window, down to about now so that it will now be housed in the Mary Robinson Centre, meaning our family home uh, across the River Moray, just opposite where he will be speaking. Um, it has been converted uh, recently into the Mary Robinson Centre. Mm. It will celebrate human rights, um, women's uh, leadership, gender equality, um, uh, peace, climate justice, inclusiveness, etc. And that life will
3: help. Um, and so he, I think he mentioned the life when he speaks, because we, we we were in tune last night. Now you're also you're also going to be reciting his poem by the delays, and indeed your great friend is Anne Boland. Uh, uh, That's the, right. Ahead of, yeah. ahead, of, ahead of the speech. How, how did that come about? And um, what well, were Well, I'd like to be. Yeah, I'd
10: like to be invited um, to. Recite this poem. It's, a, it's the immigrant Irish. It's a poem I know well from Evan. Um, we were very close friends. She stayed with me, back in fact, in Bachanha. And it's not an easy poem because it's a poem before we appreciated the Irish immigrants. So when I'm introducing it, I will say this. We didn't always value our immigrants. Who we'll have to leave because of poverty, but we'll leave because of conflict, that we'll leave because of sexual orientation, whatever the reason. Mm. Uh, we didn't value them enough. Now we do. Now we've learned, thankfully. It's a new era where we do fully understand what's extended Irish family. And I think my life in the window helped and lots of other people helped.
3: I'm just watching the pictures comes up in the airport in DC and this is and the aircraft, the Air Force One now is making its way. Um, across the uh, the apron uh, towards the, the runway, ready to ready to take off, and that will I think have to uh, be in the next um, couple of uh, minutes. Um, just a word about the visit overall. you been you were there, as you said, at Dublin Castle last night. You heard the president's speech and the bishop's reply. You heard what he had to say earlier this week in Belfast to the University and his speech, of course, to the joint houses of the office. How do you how do you assess how the visit has gone?
7: I think President
10: Biden has managed to uh, link in um, a clear pleasure and joy and happiness as an individual, as an Irish rooted president, being back home as he felt with serious messages, serious messages in Ulster University calling for um, power sharing, but not putting undue pressure on the GDP, which would not be helpful, emphasising the importance of Ireland's role in relation to Ukraine and the way in which uh, we have helped to um, even pass a, a UN um, Security Council resolution, I noted that because I know the work Ireland did on Security Council, uh, which helped to uh, do something very important that sanctions would not prevent human- humanitarian relief. Mm. That's really very important globally. And the and fact and the United States deeper. Yeah, and the fact that he he highlights
3: that among his themes in, in the Soros speech yesterday, or the Russia speech, uh, and yeah. climate change,
10: he's coming the food security. That's right, and climate change, and um, and workers' rights. You know, he talks about. Um, the um, economic development, but he said it will also include the rights of workers being respected. That is so important for a United States president uh, in you know in our world today that we understand the rights of workers. Um, but yes, he did He spoke about uh, climate change, um, and he spoke about AI. Um, you know about the enormous promise and the enormous um, concern. And um, uh, he, he talks about it as an inflection point. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, you know, he, he has the ability to have serious messages mm-hmm. among all the folks being at home with the Irish, uh, which we love. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, the serious messages were there. Yes, yeah,
3: pretty rare. Mary Robinson, thank you very much indeed for talking to us, and the, the very best uh, for the evening, this evening in in Ballina. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm sure you are. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for taking time <laughs> to talk uh, to us. Well, the, uh, the aircraft is still okay, on the, thanks, the aircraft is still on the ground uh, at Dublin Airport. Uh, I mean, obviously, Tower Tournament, central to this this visit, the narrative of this visit is the returning emigrant, the, uh, the Irish emigrant story, we just heard Mary Robinson describe how the Dan Boland form Bo- Bo- this evening world. Uh, Will address that as well. But one issue that he hasn't addressed over the last number of days is the contemporary Irish immigrant story in the United States, the undocumented Irish, the illegal Irish. Um, now, would you have expected them to, to, to address that? Or, or given how sensitive an issue that is physically in the United States, is that something he's likely to stay
4: well away from? Well, we'll say sure that it hasn't been addressed publicly. Um, I'd yeah. imagine that it has been talked about between himself and the Taoiseach or between Secretary of State Lincoln. Um, I'd say it is an issue behind the scenes. Uh, over the, the previous years, when I was correspondent over there, it was really the first issue that would come to play when when the leaders of two countries met. I think it is a bigger issue in the West, and I was very much struck this morning by um, Father Kieran Holmes from St Murdoch, uh, basically saying that if he had a chance to meet the President, that he would say this to him, that when there are funerals that, that people cannot come home And it's interesting that this is happening at a time when Joe Biden is kind of coming back to maybe recover the the loss that emigrants feel when they leave this country. They can no longer physically hug their loved ones. They can't come back for weddings, for funerals, for big events. It's, It's just a complete separation. And to think that in this day and age, that there are probably several tens of thousands of people who cannot come back here even for a funeral so i thought it was interesting that uh, father kieran holmes said that he he would say that to him if he had a chance to believe him so i I would think it's a very divisive issue over there Mm -hmm. and they often say that there's nothing they can do about it they have various visa programs like the e3 visa programs but they're really about bringing more people over in a legal way but in terms of getting a the citizenship for the illegal
3: immigrants—that that seems to be an issue that's just a real hot Yeah, and we, we just go back to, is, is Brian, some of still standing by. by? not no, no, well, Brian is all uh, um, oh, about his so I can see the Air Force one now oh. is in the air. It's, uh, we, wheels up is the phrase they use, Howard, isn't that right? To so try the aircraft one. That's was, it. Once the, the
4: wheels come off the ground, then, then then you're then you're away. So
3: the uh, Air Force one now heading off uh, into the uh, just li- light cloud yeah. uh, at this stage. Uh, the weather perhaps a little less. Uh, in North but uh, perhaps it will clear yet for uh, the President's visit uh, to, uh, to Mayo, which will occupy him for the rest of the day. Uh, and then he will conclude his speech at St Murdoch Cathedral in uh, Balna. He will then return to Ireland West International Airport. Uh, we'll reboard board Air Force One, we'll fly back to Dublin before the uh, itinerary we've seen, uh, and then we'll, because that'll all be around 11 o'clock uh, tonight, well, it's scheduled for 11 o'clock tonight, we'll see how, how that runs, uh, and then he's will see to fly out at 5 past midnight from the Dublin Airport. so he will depart Ireland uh, uh, just, uh, just after midnight tonight uh, and straight back to, uh, of course, his home state of Delaware, where he will uh, spend uh, the weekend. No doubt in the course of the last number of days, how there has been uh, you know, decisions and issues to be dealt with. Uh, there's nothing to do with the Irish visit. He remains President of the United States, even on a trip like this, uh, and uh, there will be perhaps matters to be dealt with. Could you explain why he's been a bit late to today getting to Dublin Airport and yesterday getting to Ireland
4: well, we don't know, of course, what's going on in the background, and, and yes, I mean, the fallout from those uh, Pentagon leaks in the United States is continuing. Yes. Um, we have the, the 20-year-old Air Force Guardsman who has been arrested, but the backstory that's coming out is just incredible and, and, and so very embarrassing for, for the Pentagon and for security in the United States. Um, then, of course, Russia is, continues to be uh, very big. Um, china continues to be very very big we're even waiting to see what happens in france this afternoon um when um president macron um deals again with the, the pension issue that has caused so, so much uh, disquiet over there um, the good news for him is that the American economy, according to news today, is going well. Uh, employment is up, and inflation is starting to go down. And when you are somebody who might be thinking about re-election, those are always very good things. Very good,
3: Carol. For the moment, thank you very much for that. We'll have more on the, uh, uh, on the visit, on the Biden visit,
8: and some other news besides after this shortly. <laughs> Did you know, that solar technology no longer requires sunlight. Just daily, making it the most reliable form of clean energy. This winter, UrbanVault's Irish customers have 40% of their electricity from our solar panels. We fit the panels at absolutely no cost to your business. You just pay for the energy produced on your route as you it. Why buy the panels when all you need is the power? Seems like a no-brainer? That's because it is. Visit UrbanVolt.com and turn your business on the power of solar. UrbanVolt, Solar made easy.
1: RTÉ Radio 1. New order are coming to Three Arena Dublin on October 1st. After,
10: with special guest, confidence man.
1: Tickets available now from Ticketmaster.ie. New order live
10: at Free Arena. Tickets available now.
0: Music update from RTE Radio One.
3: Hello again. This is the News at One. The annual conference of the Irish Medical Organisation will today discuss capacity shortages in the health service and the implications for patient care. The union has said the HSE is struggling to fill the roles left by retiring GPs or fill around 900 vacancies at consultant level and the Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly is due to address the gathering in Killarney tomorrow. I hope correspondent Fergal Barron joins us from Killarney. Recruitment and retention, one of the issues certainly preoccupying members of the Irish Medical
9: Organization today, correct? Yes, uh, the IMO, it is the biggest Doctors trade Union, so it represents all sectors, EG's, consultants, non-consultant hospital doctors and public health doctors and, of course, public health doctors uh, Playing a major role in the COVID-19 pandemic, this is the first time the, the IMO has had an in-person three-day annual conference since um, the pandemic. So a big gathering for the first time really in three years. Uh, the union says the H C is struggling to fill the roles uh, left by retiring GPs, and also um, what they say is about 900 vacant consultant posts. Now uh, the HC obviously will say those posts, many of those posts, will be filled. By, by temporary consultants, but I suppose well, the doctor's union wants to see them filled on a permanent basis. And it's also saying that fewer beds mean the overcrowding in the emergency departments and unfilled consultant posts mean longer waiting times for both outpatient clinics and inpatient operations. We you can see the figures today from the Irish Nurses and Midwives organisations show that there's 501 patients waiting for admission to a hospital there today and bringing to mid-April, so that's there's quite high numbers and again the hospital with the highest numbers and, seems to be a regular problem for the university hospital limits with 81 patients waiting And in relation to those focus
3: of the minister has put forward a, a new consulting contract, which, which he would say, he believes, would, would, would address the issue, would, would uh, be um, a mechanism by what fulfil
9: those issues. It's going to be interesting because that's that public only con- contract that's been there in, in the last month or so. Probably too early to say how many have taken it up or will take it up, and indeed there's a motion before the conference here in Killarney, uh, the IMO is calling for more talk. The department and the HEC on its So, unfinished the business there on the part of consultants. relation to GPs, they're, they're very concerned with government plans happening this month to free GP care to under sixes and under seven uh, expand, um, in legislation and, and overall uh, provide free GP care for those under 12 and the GPs say that would add about half a million more patients to general practice and they want more capacity provided with more practice nurses, more IT support otherwise they say they expected increase in workload and um, that would mean all patients uh, waiting longer to see their family doctor. praise the
3: further advice in common. thank you for that. A six-month state of emergency is underway the way in Italy in response to a significant increase in the migrant numbers arriving in the country. The country reported that more than 3,000 migrants arrived in three days recently. The decision means the Italian government can bypass certain EU rules around public safe processes and regulations in order to deal with these situations. Italian-based journalist Andrea Vos spoke to me earlier and began by outlining why the Italian government has made this decision.
2: Well, obviously there's a new push with uh, many, many boats they've detected in the Mediterranean, so we are seeing a surge in migrants. Um, but I think what's really behind their rhetoric is that the fact that the EU has gotten even more active. Um, after the, the, the shipwreck on the Calabrian stores on the February 26th, uh, they said, okay, we'll help you, yes, we'll do more, we'll make changes. Nothing has happened. And yet there are dozens of boats out there in the Med, mostly coming from Tunisia. So this allows the Italian government to uh, swiftly take action to Repatriate, to build new uh, new places for them to be welcomed, new centers, new detention centers, without going through the EU uh, tendering and procurement uh, process. So it allows them more flexibility because we've declared that a back home
3: So, in terms of refusing people entry or sending them back, what, what powers are they taking in relation to that? Well,
2: They are taking new steps. They're saying, along with the state of emergency, they're going to be um, making more rigid their uh, reasons why people can stay. So, for example, uh, today a migrant could claim a psychological disturbance as a reason for staying. That's going to go away. So, they're going to tighten up all these. Uh, regulations and reasons why uh, one could stay in italy or let's say have a work permit so and this state of emergency allows them to do that they can change the regulations change the reasons very quickly so that um, they can repatriate more or build new uh, centers etc so it, it will change i think um whether or not many want to stay in italy or move on because it's going to get
3: stay And what kind of numbers in, in recent days and weeks are we talking about here? What, what's been the scale of these the, the increase?
2: Well, it's been 31,000 uh, this year alone compared to 8,000 last year and the year before. So it's a quadruple. Number the increase, mostly from Tunisia, because of political and economic instability in Tunisia. A lot of uh, sub-Saharan death workers are now fleeing Tunisia due to discrimination and problems there, losing their jobs, and seeking to make that boat crossing. Um, so it is a big increase. Yesterday there was a boat with uh, more than 700 people passed onto it that uh, came to shore in Titania and Sicily. And of course, all the hotspot centers are absolutely bursting at the I've been to the one in them that is that when it was twice uh, the number of people that were supposed to be there, right now they're on four times the number of people that are supposed to be in that small detention center. So there is a, an urgent need for Italy to have um, more centers and more places that they can uh, house even temporarily, my opinion. But, you know, the criticism has been this is not really a new emergency. Um, so, you know, declaring it an emergency is not necessarily the best long-term solution.
3: And that was Andrea Voigt speaking to me from Italy a little earlier. Now back to the presidential visit. Balnau and County Mayor, as we've been hearing, will be hosting the final engagement of President Biden's trip to Ireland this evening. The president will make a public address to an expected 20,000 people outside St Murdoch's Cathedral on the banks of the River Moy at around 9 p.m. tonight. Our reporter, Tristan Langan, is speaking to some of those waiting to welcome the president to the town of Balmain.
0: It's unbelievable, the excitement, mm-hmm. and, and the last time as well, six or seven years ago when I mean, It's great to have
9: him back in federal I think tonight will be a celebration mm-hmm. of the heritage here in Valna and uh, I'm sure there will be a fantastic turnout.
0: I'm down from Dublin. so we just take a really good week tonight? Yeah, very exciting back. It's incredible for the town, but um, I have to say, this week we had a, kind of an emotional week, because the girl's grandmother passed away, and she passed away in the hospital, which Joe had turned the sod on in 2017, and it opened in 2019, and we just found was so poignant that he's coming back this week. If he hadn't been kind of instrumental in the building of the hospital, then um, Nanny would have had a very signified and rapturous day. Crazy, town Everyone's so excited. Even walking around Kate today, that, that was very unreal. Everybody's gone. Granted, they go by then. Are you? <laughs> I didn't i <know. laughs> one of the most powerful men in the whole world from a tourism perspective, the impact of his visit when he was here as vice-president was unreal. I mean, we had tourists coming from all over the world asking, where did he go? What did he do? You know, so this time around, now that he is president, the impact of the tourism is going to be phenomenal. So from Balaná to the we're going to see it.
3: We're speaking to Therese Manion in Balaná today. Well, our Western correspondent, Pat McGrath, is in the town for us this lunchtime. They're all set at this stage, Pat. All set.
6: And there's a huge sense of anticipation. It kind of reminds me of the kind of sensation you would get in a family out of a big day like a wedding in the morning. The sun was out here, there's blue, white, and red bustings fluttering in the uh, gentle breeze around Bannon and uh, Sarah, the places. And Magdalen's got uh, a big clean up over the last few weeks in anticipation of the President's visit. And what's striking is the number of parents bringing young children on their Easter holidays around just take in. The atmosphere around the town last night there was a uh, work through of the PA system that's continuing as well here today on the banks of the River Moy. And just great excitement and anticipation ahead of Joe Biden's visit to the town later on this evening. There is, of course, a speech, but more besides that. Yeah, he's going to, when he lands at Ireland West Airport in Knock in a couple of minutes' time, he'll travel from there to Knock Shrine where he'll have some, uh, a tour of the shrine. Mm-hmm. Father Richard Gibbons, the director of this right there, and then he's going to go from there to the uh, mayor of house This is hugely significant private it is for mm-hmm. joe biden as you heard on the streets uh report returns up there then back to about night there's a whole load of activities on here uh, so there's music gates open to the public at 5 30 and then uh, the president's schedule to talk at nine o'clock
3: yeah and of course charlotte holman is to river and um, uh, president biden has a very strong family connection through that great 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 grandfather Lewis with with the cathedral because that man supplies the bricks or some of them anyway isn't
7: that right
4: by the time you get the bricks from the house, the piece of masonry from Knock and of course don't forget the sticks of rocks that the sweet shop in Balanin have ready for him too. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah. So look, it's
3: going to be a great day in there, and uh, Pat will be reporting, of course, on on all of that a a little bit later. Maybe just a final reflection from from Carol. You've you've watched this visit over the last number of days, and maybe give us a little bit of an insight into how you think the White House will have regarded. We all know how we feel about it. How do you think the White House will have regarded this trip in terms of maybe what they were looking for from it?
4: Well, just looking at it as an observer, they have to be very, very happy, because, I mean, we've, we've learned so much about this president. If, if people at home were watching everything that we saw, they'd know everything about him at this stage. All his ancestors, you know, the, the the names of his grandchildren, the names of his dogs, everything. And um, I think they will be happy, and I think tonight's going to be especially useful for them too, because. If he is starting out on another campaign trail, what better place to test out some good lines? Because the lines about Ukraine, the lines about values, the lines about peace and freedom, they'll go down as well in America as they will in the Very good.
3: Carol Coleman, thank you for that and for everything this week. And thanks to all our correspondents who will still be uh, busy during the rest of the day as this visit uh, uh, continues.
1: Of on ITV Radio 1. Well, good afternoon to Gary Moore.
8: Thanks, Brian. Well, it's rugby first this season, also, at the most weekend of regular season matches in the URC. The first Irish team in action is Ulster, who hosts the Dragons this evening. Ulster are already
3: sure of a home quarter final, but winning against Dragons tonight and Edinburgh next week would beat their chances of a home semi, should they get there. Leinster, Muntz, and Kant all play tomorrow in a triple header for all 2 television. Reese Ruddock will a relatively inexperienced Leinster side in which recent Irish under 20 grand time winner Sam Prendergast started at out half in his first senior Leinster appearance, their way to the line. Monster had these difficult halves to playing away to reigning champions the Stormers. The front was completely changed from the Champions Cup to Beach two weeks ago. Jeremy Lockman, Dear Barron and Stephen Archer packed down. Colin Murray was starting to come half and counted six players back from injury including captain Jack Carty and cop Sidney Bealham to their match home to Cardiff while the Aki and Matt Hanson are also in the side. Luis Diaz could feature for Liverpool for the first time since October when they play away to Leeds in the Premier League on Monday. He was injured back in early October against Arsenal but is set to be in the squad. There are three matches in the of City League Premier Division tonight, all at 7.45. Leeds Bohemians are at home to St Patrick's Athletic. Champions, Samark Rovers at home to Shelburne, not live in G2. Bottom side, UCB hosts second from bottom, Cork City.
7: Among the first division
3: matches,
6: firstly second, Galway United against Bray Wanderers.
3: We've got the first round of the PJ Tour Heritage Tournament concluded this morning with Aaron Rye on eight under, taking a one shot lead over Victor for Hovland. Round two now on the way, Shane Lowry on one under, he's off at of five to six. And it's day two of the Grand National Meeting at Ainty.
8: Four great ones on the card this afternoon. The first of them, the mild-made novice's hurdle is off very shortly. It's Gordon Elliott playing Jerry Coulomb. He's just about odds on favors He's He's more sport on the RT News app and on RT.i.
3: And thank you to that, Gary Moore, and our team today, here in Columbus with the broadcast coordinator, Sinead Renshaw, the editor of the of one, Isabel McAllister. Please stay tuned for live line, which is next, but for me, by Robson, and all the team, thanks for listening, and hope you have a great weekend.
8: Fulfilling, impactful, uplifting. Just a few reasons companies of this staff partner and fundraise for Laura Lynn, Island Children's Hospital. If you're a business owner or company looking to connect with Laura Lynn in a truly meaningful way, please visit lauralyn.ie forward
1: slash
5: partner. Join us for six days of poetry, fiction and conversation at the Court International Festival of Literature Galway. Featuring Anne Enright, Sebastian Barry, Donna Ryan, Dewey Kennedy, Eva McLeish, Moncon McGann and many more. Running from Tuesday the 18th to Sunday the 23rd of April. Book now on court.ie or from the Town Hall Theatre, Galway. Funded by the Arts Council. Supporting, supporting artists.
0: Supporting artists.
5: Supporting artists. Supporting
8: artists. 818 815
0: Hello, good afternoon. You are very welcome to Liveline. <laughs> Katie Hannon with you until 3 o'clock today. And I want to go to Mildred first of all. Mildred, good afternoon to Hello, Casey. How are you? I'm great, Lindy. And Mildred, you are because you are in Ballina, waiting for like, the man himself. <laughs> Mr. you so, Hyden. I've, I've met him twice, thanks be to God, but there's nothing like meeting the third time. So I'm hoping to the Lord i meet him so... And I'm in the best place possible, I might across from the cathedral, so I'm I'm very, very lucky. Great stuff. We'll talk to about that maybe in a minute, but Mildred... Yes. There's a little fly in the ointment today, because... <clears throat> There's been quite the reaction to this cartoon that appeared in the Times, the London Times newspaper we're talking about yes, now. Yes, and this yes, is, I'll, yes, I'll, I'll explain it to you. We put it up on, on our own Twitter feed there just yes, in case yes, people I, didn't I, take the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, please yeah, have seen it. Let me explain it to people in case they haven't seen it. So it's, yes. it's about the Biden visit. And it yes. shows basically three Bidens uh, dressed yes. up as leprechauns, dancing a date. Uh, with to of Guinness in their hands. And it says, I just love, and it says Northern very quietly and Ireland very, very loudly. And we're told by Peter Brook, who was the cartoonist who drew it, that it was about the emphasis by, I think uh, he said uh, the emphasis by um, Blarney Biden, I think was it? I don't have him to me now. That's, what, uh, that, that's why he put this uh, cartoon into drew this cartoon yes. in this way. You didn't like that cartoon movie? No. No, I didn't. if uh, uh, he thought he was being funny, he wasn't, because not alone is a flag on Biden, but it's a flag on Ireland and our Irish Gentleman. because this has been all over the world and admired and enjoyed all over the world and came on him. And that uh, he did something not alone, he did something the Americans and Mr. Biden, but he did something all Irish people who, oh, oh, believe it or believe it not, would he like it or not, big Britain for them, that went over to England and then they came on them, for making a stick of our lovely, beautiful Irish dancing, and, and our lovely president that put a few times come out here. Came on And um, i tell you, I know you're not the only one who took umbrage to that now, Mildred. There's been a huge reaction to it online, the same I, don't or, oh, I yes. <coughs> One of the lines that jumped out to me was, was, was Philip Nolan, who's a, a journalist. Uh, here, and he, he, he said, punch calls, and he talked about, of course, that punch magazine, and he said, they want you back in 1867. So he's basically saying it goes back to those days of those racist cartoons and punch magazines, uh, that that's how bad it was. But a huge number of people saying it was stereotypical, it was anti-Catholic, anti-Irish, uh, and, to, and to everything, and to everything. But this, would you be surprised with them? Would you, I mean, they'll just tell us because we have such a great relationship with America and with Mr. Biden. And they'll just tell us about that. And maybe if they got down off the high-hearts, they'll be just as friendly with Mr. Biden. I see him on whoever, who's of be ashamed to do that on a week's death sentence. Do you think it is just field jealousy? I mean, there definitely was that thing. Of course it's jealousy, of course, of course. India, Indian jealousy that, that this should happen. And I am just so sad that, that this should be brought up. The man that has took time off, the man that took time off of his busy bit churches to go and call at knock fine and even have a, a little bit of religion when his little bit of religion into it. The man done that and he'll his private was there and then he come and as you can see he's a man of the people he talks to everybody. I met the man twice. Personally, still have met him twice. So where uh, uh, where that man that done that. Where did you meet him Andrew? I met him in Captain Bar twice. Uh, he came and uh, uh, he was with him Kennedy, and he was at the Goldfinger in Bar, and he was dancing a tree, and then he came to Castle to turn the stars for the hospital, uh, at uh, hospital in Castle Bar, uh calling after his son Bo. So I met him there. So I met him twice, and his have met him there. So I'm delighted. And it was nothing like listening to all time, you know. Did you actually meet him? Did you shake his hand? Did you get an friend? Oh no, season? I met him and I've the biggest hug with him ever. And I have a lovely picture of the two of us together, and I looking up into his face and lovingly. So he oh, someday I'll show it here. <laughs> were you looking up <laughs> lovingly into his face? I was, surely, <laughs> I sure was, lovingly into his face because he's such a wonderful, wonderful human being. I mean, he reminded me of all my brothers that went away went away to America and England and came back. I, I he, he reminded me of them. Why wouldn't it? He I thought about that, that the told from. Oh, yeah. Thanks, well, yeah. but nobody has home to come. Oh Thanks to me. Why why do you think there's such an affection for him here, I mean I mean you obviously have some a very special fondness for him. But I mean there's such warmth for him out there. Well, we had it for we had it for Kennedy, but it was different times in Ireland. Now, thank God, we can all get out there and travel and uh, hope to God that we, we get even a sighting of them, which is I think uh, is all that we get today because the town is formed with people and helicopters and uh, policemen and security men, but they're all they're all in good humour and they're all in lovely, that friendly, friendly humour. Must say, look what's coming to Balonne today. It's just. It's just a gorgeous atmosphere here in Dolanay. So far, it's great for me all. And did you get, did you, you have to get up early to get in there, because it sounds like you've got a great spot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 I did. I was here this morning at 10 o'clock, I sure was, yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't, I'm still standing in the stiletto heels. By 9 o'clock tonight, <laughs> I don't know what i will be like. Meredith, you did not go to see Biden in the stiletto, did you? Yeah, 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 Don't <laughs> own a pair of shoes. It's lazier. Fair, maybe. Yes. don't own the I walked down Fifth Avenue marching with the marching band in Stiletto Heels three weeks ago.
10: You'll
0: have to send a photo. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I will. I'll do better. I walk someday and I call to your office and I'll show you all the lovely photographs. Brilliant stuff. So, you see, I'm blessed I'm blessed because I, you're only able to come and, and, and I think that there's an office up there on the street. Uh, i have made the effort to come so, so that man is in the minority that's on that too. and come here to me about i mean obviously the other the the privacy isn't it it was the as a private visit to knock um that's yeah, the other thing today yeah, as well yeah. well you yeah, you yeah. you have a connection with now don't you yeah i i i i volunteered in knock as a handmaid for the last six years uh, but i haven't uh, heard i haven't yeah, heard that for a long time um a handmaid of now that's right, the Handmaid of Sue. They have changed the name now, of course, in the last two or three years to call Kiwila, to Friends of Mary. But I uh, was a Handmaid in volunteered in the one, still volunteering in Knock uh, for the last 36 years, and love i every second of them. Why does a Handmaid have yes. done? I, fo- I suppose we have to say it, Mildred. That's because of the the other Handmaidens that's out there now. They didn't want an association with, it, with the novel. Yeah, well, when they say there was a committee formed a couple years ago, enough. And they changed the name, they changed the uniform, they changed the lot thing, things. But they changed the name then to a court called Friends of vale. Mary. And tell me, yeah. what, what was the uniform? What was what was? The, 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 the uniform was like We were. It was a long white dress, white coat, and a veil. And then on the front of the veil, it had the uh, it had the rose, because it was the only place Our Lady appeared. There she wore a rose. So she she had the golden rose, you see. So that was our uniform. And then well, it was would would you that wear then. that? Would you wear that with your stilettos, Mildred? Yes. Well, well, believe it or believe it or I'm one of these women that has never worn flat shoes mm. in their life. So I have to wear the stilettos somewhere, than Even out the lawn. <laughs> we have to do another program on that one, Mildred. That is. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, you to
0: do it any time, but uh, you I love, I love. So I was going to ask you about knock, because uh, you know there's a lot of debate about knock. I'm kind of to touched now we're talking now about nof, but people saying knock is old fashioned, big patchy. No. no, no, you wouldn't go no. along with that not at all anymore. No, basilica uh, in knock is second to none in the world. I've been in fantastic tattoos both the new one and the old one, and it's not a patch on the new basilica in knock. Knock is not. Practice. And if it was that I could go by I would be a knock say four days a week, whenever I can but yeah. And you'll meet you'll meet every day you go, you'll meet hundreds of Americans and English and German and French. If the Ameri- was, if, if not what happy, they wouldn't be coming to it. And they have their the chapel of reconciliation Non-stop flow of people in and in and out and in and out, don't confess It's a magnificent, beautiful, beautiful place. And you know, uh, people say to me, well, have you ever seen any miracles or anything? There's miracles every day now. Every day there's people coming to Knox and seeing miracles in their life or in somebody else's life or uh, getting maybe as they might say in their own language, or of peace, mm-hmm. peace in themselves to learn to live with whatever they're going forward. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful, thing. it's a great view. Okay, but well, when you say miracles, that's what you're saying, really, is that you get uh, the good grace, as they, as they would say, to, to cope with what, 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 uh, burdens your parents. You Shall we say that again, Katie? when you say miracles, you're saying that people get the good grace, or the grace to cope? Yes. To, with, it what with what they have to deal with. That's, that's, the, that's yes. the miracle the the happening. That's, that's the miracle that is happening every single day that you go to knock. And you'll see two the people there at the table and they're standing and they get peace of mind and people that mm-hmm. never never avoid to contest never. You'll see them go on to confession for the very, 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 very first time. Because we we volunteer so you might be put in place in the ground not. You might be put down in the in the chapel of reconciliation, you might be put in the facility, you might be put out on the ground talking to people. So I need people every day that I go to knock and I see. It. But what do you one of and you weren't but tempted. You were to go down there to get a good good glimpse of uh of you old no, and yes. no. down there today. No, I you not was a private thing today. It's totally, totally, totally private and even though I know it's not inside out uh, it's a private visit and it should be left private to him. Yeah, you did that from Father Richard. You yeah. that, do you think that, uh, you think, will people go down there? I won't go to you they'll, know. They'll go on the, go on the street and the roundabout because he's coming by uh, the beach, of course. He's coming in the beach and uh, he'll, he'll come to the roundabout and he'll, he'll try to come in the back way and not. But it's a private visit and, uh, you know, Father Richard has worked so, to get not to it is today, and being rewarded today by, by coming on a private visit to knock, isn't It's a very special day, I'm sure, of course. And Monsignor Horne, God bless him, the man of Stradweiler. Can you imagine what he would be thinking now, Oh,
7: uh, he
0: he a my! arrived for <laughs> well, did nobody stop him going out to view it? <laughs> he was the first one out there. He, he was a great character, he was a great, it was a wonderful character. Bring, yeah. us, bring us back to where you are, Mildred, and paint the picture first. So, you're standing in front of the, <coughs> the table right now, are you? Well, I'm standing right in front of, now, because, because of the awful noise, it mightn't be, it mightn't be good radio for you, but I do the very best now, this very minute, to explain to you, and I hope it's not too noisy for you, but there's a lot of noise, and there's a lot of people talking, but we'll we'll walk and we'll talk. (laughs) I'm just on the bridge, I'm just on the bridge now, and it's uh, absolutely checked out in all the Irish flags, American flags, all young people out there is it's case, the girls do the best they can. Yeah, big, big stage and ready for, uh, the capital is looking brilliant. Big high class, and um, stage equipped, uh, open to the public, President Joe Biden.
1: You're listening to RCE Radio 1 on Wave 252. From Friday the 14th of April, RCE Radio 1 will no longer be available on Long Wave. But don't worry, there are still lots of ways to listen to RTE Radio 1 and all your favourite RTE radio services. In Ireland, you can continue to listen on FM, on Stairview and StairSaf, and on your preferred streaming service. In the UK, you can listen on Freesat Channel 750, Sky, Channel 0137, and Virgin Media, Channel 917, although this may depend on your Virgin Media box. You can also listen on the RCE Radio Player app and on your preferred audio streaming service. Just visit www.rte.ie forward slash keep listening to see the range of listening options available. You can also phone the RCE Information Office on
7: 00353-1208-3434. Thank you for listening.